Hello, everyone. This is Joshua Lewis, Lehman Lewis Financial Group. Hope you're all doing well out there. Wanted to reach out to you here with a little bit different format with the audio recording. So as always, we do appreciate your feedback. So love to hear what you guys think. Um, I'm sure everyone's gearing up for a fun, exciting 4th of July weekend, so we all wish the best for you guys with that and wanted to touch base here with everyone regarding the first half of the year. So a lot of metrics are starting to come out. You know, you look at some of the headlines here where S&P's on track for the worst first half of the year since 1970. Dow's on track for the worst first half since 1962. So not a lot of roses and sunshine out there. So please don't uh, murder the messenger, as they say. Um, I think really what I'd like to address first is kind of the trillion dollar question a lot of you guys have been asking. And I think a lot of people, you know, if you haven't asked, you probably thought about it. And it is, are we in a recession? Are we headed to a recession? What does it all mean? So um, from where I stand right now, no, we are not already in a recession. So looking back, real GDP had declined uh, to the tune of 1.5% in the first quarter. If you look back to last Friday, the Atlanta Fed uses a model called GDP Now, and it's projecting zero growth in the second quarter. I think GDP is going to turn out to be positive in the second quarter. But if you look at kind of the odds of having two consecutive quarters of negative growth right now, I'd say those are close to 50-50. So kind of a flip of the coin. But again, you know, two consecutive quarters of negative growth, that's a kind of the rule of thumb that we use to dictate whether or not we are having a recession. So um, when we look at that, I do believe a recession is coming, but we're not there yet. And the reason I say that is you look at the first five months of the year, we've seen manufacturing production increase at a 6.6% annual rate. Non-farm payrolls are up. Unemployment rate has dropped from 3.6% from 39 And if you look back all the way to April, uh, real inflation-adjusted consumer spending, real personal income were at record highs. So those numbers do not indicate a recession by any means. And then if we look at a metric referred to as GDI, gross domestic income, which is an alternative measure of economic output, we saw that rise at a 2.1% annual rate in the first quarter. So um, seeing some relatively positive momentum in that regard. Now, I'm not saying everything's, you know, hunky-dory fine with the U.S. economy. Inflation is taking a big bite out of people's earnings, but really we're starting to kind of see this debate about whether or not we're in a recession. I think that's more derived from true, real economic pain, and kind of what we're seeing is more of this academic style semantics of whether or not we fit that technical definition. And the reason I want to point that out is because I think a lot of this debate, it's getting more and more polarizing, but I think it's also getting more and more politicized. So there's a lot of folks out there sort of chomping at the bit, ready to say, hey, we're in a recession. Things are looking bad, and a big part of that is because they know that hurts the party of the incumbent president in a midterm election year. So all those things like record high inflation, recessionary concerns, all of those things are going to be more and more prevalent in the media simply because November is right around the corner, and this becomes a highly, highly political argument, and we're going to see a lot of leverage go with that. We're also going to see a lot of talk about you know, the unemployment rate 
and that's going to get wildly politicized in the future also. So kind of keep that in the back of your mind out there. So again, we do expect a recession, but I think we're definitely going to see a lag in that regard. So we're seeing monetary policy tighten, but we're going to see it get a lot tighter than it is. And it really has to go that direction simply because, you know, inflation being at records, the Fed likes to hit that target at 2%. So, you know, I think as that tightening occurs, that's going to increase the likelihood of of a recession, but not till next year, likely, you know, mid 23, maybe even into 2024. But again, kind of all eyes on the Fed in that regard. The the sort of follow up question, I think, with that is, you know, what's the likelihood this is going to be, you know, a 2008, 2009 type recession? And I think it's important to recognize bank capital is well above regulatory requirements. And we don't have this mark-to-market accounting rule that's going to generate some fire sale in bank assets. So banks, you know, even after the pandemic, they really built up their reserves sort of in, in anticipation of more defaults, which never really came. So banks are probably better capitalized now than they probably ever have been in the history of, you know, the bank industry. So When we talk about recessions, they're going to cause economic pain, you know, as they always do. But I think this isn't going to be as severe as what we saw in 08-09. Something more like, you know, the recession of early 1990 to 91, where we saw unemployment rates go up, you know, two, two and a half percent, but not like the unemployment we saw during the Great Recession. When folks talk about, you know, what should we do, Josh, what what are you doing? And when we talk about sticking to the plan and, you know, staying the course and all of those things, I think it's important to recognize that when we talk about that, I'm not saying bury your head in the sand or, you know, don't worry about what's going on. It's not a set it and forget it. I think what we want everyone to recognize is that we're making incremental changes in your portfolio. We're looking at adjusting things to determine, hey, are we still fitting your risk tolerance? Are we taking advantage of dislocations in the market? Are we still looking for opportunities? And yes, we are absolutely doing that. So um, I want you guys to all know that really our plan is to stick with the plan. This isn't our first bear market we've experienced. It's not going to be our last. And really that course we plan to stay on, it's rooted in fundamental and technical analysis. And we're working hard to adapt to all the changes of the phases of the economic cycle. So we're making those incremental changes to the investments over that period of time. And I want you guys to all keep in mind that we built your financial plan with more than just stock and bond portfolios. We use tools like insurance, guaranteed income, looking at cash flow analysis, and we stress test those plans using you know tens of thousands of different simulations to make sure everything is working together. So when we talk about kind of the bottom line here, when we say stay the course, it only makes sense when the course is built to evolve over time and capable of taking you to your financial goals and taking consideration of those things through the best of times and the worst of times. So we want you to know that we're here to come alongside you. And if you're feeling uncomfortable, if you're questioning your risk tolerance, we want you to know that we're here to be a resource for you and to you, and we're available for that. So if you want to chat more about where you're at, or if you want to, you know, talk about making changes, know that we can do that and we can make that happen. And we're definitely here. So give us a call, shoot us an email, 
And in the meantime, we hope you all have a fun and safe 4th of July weekend. Talk to you all soon. Stay safe.